Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the Burong people as the traditional custodians of the land in which we meet on. We would also like to pay our respects to their elders past and present. Hello GenLive listeners, this is Little Liv here. I just wanted to quickly say this before the episode actually starts. When we were recording this episode, I was moving my mic around. Um, So throughout this episode, you may hear external mic sounds and I apologize for that. It may be a little annoying, but um, Liv and I are still getting used to the whole recording aspect in terms of using mics. So you just have to bear with it for this episode. So yeah, just know that and um, yeah, apologies again, but I hope you enjoy the second ever episode of Gen Liv. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. Yeah, welcome back to Jen Live with um, Liv. Yep. This is episode two. If you've made it this far, uh, congratulations. Well done. You've, you've really stuck it out with us and we yeah. appreciate that. How did you find listening to your voice? Oh my God. So just for everyone that knows, I have been doing the edits um, and, you know, I'm quite used to myself. I, like, I'm quite used to listening to myself, um, yeah. but it was a bit difficult i'm not gonna oh, lie yeah it was a bit cringe for me i'm not gonna lie yeah and i i think i was expecting that though just because it was like our first ever time sitting down together yeah. and like doing it because you know it's it's such an intimidating aspect in terms of like i think also talking trying to talk naturally oh yeah it's really hard especially when we do it all the time mm. and as soon as you put a mic in front of your face it's like oh continue what you're doing yeah and ignore the microphone which is quite difficult. It is. And like we're even doing it now. I know it's <laughs> but it's it's we I feel like we have great conversations like off yeah, we do. off the podcast <laughs> and then it's like trying to bring that to this. It's it's but we'll get better. Well, that's why we're also recording bits of, you know, us eating dinner which we can oh, we'll yeah. eventually add some of our really yeah. spicy thoughts yeah. in. Liv just um older Liv just whipped out her phone and put voice memo on and yeah. we were just like she was just recording our dinner yeah, conversation yeah. it was good it's magical so if you do want to hear that maybe let us know mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um in terms of what's happened in the past week i think we should just like update oh, yeah lots happened oh i've got some just like general life stuff Go. to tell you so we actually purchased our first carnivorous plant oh have you ever heard of those you know they're like not a venus fly trap but oh i know that yeah so that's the only one that i could think of but we actually went to a store in Yarraville that we were recommended to go to, a plant store. And this plant eats gnats and flies in summer. So, like, you can leave your doors and windows open because we don't have fly screens on some of them. Yeah. And it fly like, anything that flies in, it can eat. It's currently in our bathroom. Um, James has named it... <laughs> what has he named it? Nelly Flytado, the gnat eater. <laughs> The word word plays everything. That is amazing. <laughs> Good old that that's that's really creative. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, all of our plants have names, but I reckon that's yeah. Cool. We're currently in Liv's lounge room, older yeah, Liv's lounge so, room. Yes. Um, there are many plants, and it's great. Yeah, it is great. It suits your aesthetic here. Yeah, thanks. They're they're slowly getting bigger. This one over here in the corner, the big fiddle leaf, that's called Tula. That is, is that from <laughs> Big Fat Greek Wedding? I think James just wanted a Greek name. Yeah, Tula's I great. I don't know. Why did you choose Tula, James? <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's a big. I can see that. Big, big fat. Greek wedding. Greek. Plant. plant. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah, she's do, you, do, you, do you water her with like ouzo? <laughs> <laughs> no, Greek coffee. Oh, it's in maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of culture. Bit of culture. Yeah, yeah. Why did I name that? Nelly Flytado. Because she's a gnat eater. She makes you work hard. <laughs> and what's that from? Well, Nelly Furtado. There you go. People, oh, I'm sorry. If you don't know who Nelly Furtado is, <laughs> go and listen to her music. Absolute icon. I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to her music. Should I? Oh, is that, did you not know like, Nelly Furtado when I just said that? I thought it was just like a oh, made up name. Great. No, no, sorry. Should have given you context. <laughs> Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Man eater. I know. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. <laughs> sorry. No, that's fine. So. This is what the pod's for. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Nelly Furtado, man eater. Oh, I'm a man. That's it. Eat, I'm making my That's why her name is. Is that her name? 
How are you Prado? Wow, is she Australian or? No, 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 no. She's American. No, I'm, I'm going to fact check me there. But she is also like. Is a man eater. Quite old now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She, she like broke out into the industry when she was. She's 43 at the moment. Wow. But she only started breaking out like in her. Is she a MILF? Is she hot? Oh, yeah, she's she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man Eater. Um, what else does she sing? Now I'm going to think of things. That's okay. Here we go. Man Eater is iconic. Her, um, she's a Man Eater. Promiscuous. Oh. That's like her quite iconic song. Yeah. Yeah, that's a banger. That is good. Uh, anyway, moving on from me. <laughs> How about you? Um. Yeah, not much. I mean, uni's been quite intense for mm. me. Uh, the past couple of weeks made a music video for a local band which is really cool yeah, um, yeah it's for a band just a leo um we actually haven't met them because they weren't available to do the shoot but um i so got you made the music video without yeah, yeah so we did approach them and we sent them an email saying hey we're planning to film like it's part of the assignment as well um we're planning to film on these particular days um and they were unavailable so we did have like a backup actress and she ended up being unavailable as well so i was like you know what i'm gonna step up and i'm gonna be in the music video and it was i have a love for like film and like acting in general so i was like you know what i'll fucking i'll do it you know and Um, how how was your acting debut it was, I mean, I wish I could, sh- I'll, I'll hopefully when I get permission yeah. to like share it, I'll put it on my socials because yeah. it turned out really cool. Like our team worked really well with each other. Um, I did the edit and then my other mates did like the visual effects. It looks really cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, it has like a VHS, like 90s oh, nostalgic yeah, yeah. look to it because yeah. it's like that aspect ratio. Um, yeah, and I got to, you know, be a bit like dramatic. It's Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Did you have any uh, right? Is it called a write-up? Oh no, we kind of with music videos. You can kind of just like no, sorry, a writer. Like, um, am I saying the right word? You know when like actors or musicians come on and they have like their one thing that they need in their dressing room. Is that what that is? A writer. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of that though. I've definitely got that. But wrong. Yeah, I'm a massive diva, so I yeah, to, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm you. pretty particular with that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I take my craft really seriously. You know, I even got a bit method with it as well. I can't really tell you much about that because <laughs> we know method has a negative. <laughs> oh, shit. No, it is. Yeah, it's called an artist writer as part of the performance contract that includes specifications. That, yeah, yeah it's a writer. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> what would your writer be? Um, I'd have one. Like anything in the dress- dressing room? Yeah, like if you had to have. Like I know a lot of musicians have particular drinks that they oh. like or lo- like certain lollies like someone likes twizzlers or something yeah like oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. and like some people like have like a specific sort of like soda water that they have yeah, yeah, i heard exactly, that yeah. um i mean coffee oh yeah any like, particular blend no no anything no, no. if no, it's no. from melbourne i know it'll be good so maybe that that's true yeah um, i mean that's crazy to think about no I'm, yeah mm. probably coffee to get me through yeah how about you my writer would have to be uh, Mavis Peanut Butter Unsalted. Ooh. Um, some really thick rice cakes because they're just my go-to snack. You, you ate saw some... me eating that before. Uh, anything that's got like crunch, yeah, I just love it. Do you, are you a fan of um, like peanut butter, but the crunchy one? Love both. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love the crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do like. I'm, I am a bit of a peanut butter snob, but mm. yeah, I'll particularly Mavis. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, but I'm open to try. Okay. Any, well, any let the person know next time so you can have that sort of writer yeah. stuff. I mean, once for my birthday, one of my best friends bought me a huge tub of peanut butter and it was the best present ever. That's amazing. <laughs> so. that's, the, that's a really good friend there. Yeah. Um, moving on, let's talk about, like very briefly, in yeah. case people haven't seen it, but The Handmaid's Tale, oh. the first two episodes of season five yeah. came out last week. We did say we were going to watch it that night. We did and we didn't. We did and we didn't. But we have seen both new episodes. Yeah, eventually. Your thought, actually, I actually wrote notes on this. Oh, I did too. But so my first thought, so just a pre-warning, this might have some spoilers. So if you don't want to listen to this, please fast forward like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I obviously had forgotten quite a bit that had happened in season four. So the recap for anyone listening is 
great. Mm, and I watch think the you'll recap. need a rewatch. Like, you know, I was going to go and rewatch the last season or part, like the last few episodes, but you don't really need to. It's also hard to because it's very dark content. It's very dark. And, so. and also you've got such a small amount of time to spend watching TV shows you love. Exactly. I don't want to have to rewatch things and then miss out on. You're also a busy person. I'm so a busy. I'm a busy You're a working gal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So recap is great. The first episode was quite sad in the sense that I thought June was just very you could just see she was struggling mentally yeah. and no one was really understanding. I love the scene where they were eating the food, the breakfast. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was like a real, I guess, it was a really nice um, way to celebrate the death of Fred. Like they were all like having a feast. In yeah. A way. And I was like, this is nuts. It's and like, dark, but it's so been good. building up to this yeah. point. Yeah. And they were all covered in blood. And I was like, and she like did you notice in the first ep she had the blood on her hands for predominantly yeah, most good. of the episode like she didn't wash it off yeah which is interesting to me it's like mm. she's in a dark era she is loving she's being era. a bit evil yeah and i mean i don't blame her no god no it's i mean if you know the show you know how dark it is and if i were her i'd want to kill him as well so literally i'd be quite happy with myself i said this off air before but i was like i love watching female rage yeah. And I, I, I just, look, she's being questionable at the moment in terms of, like, how dark she's getting. But, I mean, come on, it's fun to see. It is good to watch. It's, it's liberating to watch. Yeah, because I have a note here and it says Dark June Era. Yeah, nice. I can see that. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to continue now from that. Oh, I know. And, yeah, then episode two obviously is just... That ending. Very emotional. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. And then I also wrote a note saying finding it hard to see this is fiction is this a reality show oh, just no. because like with the stuff going on in the world i mean i like i remember i first started watching handmaids probably like 2019 a few years ago and oh, i was like yeah. this is crazy yeah but now i'm like it's not people this is not far from the truth no, it's which very is, close to the truth and i think that's a very why a lot of people can't watch it yeah oh 100 yeah it is dark yeah. and i also wrote aunt lydia will rebel this season that is my I hope so after that did you see the scene where she takes that young girl the handmaid into that that root the gentleman's room and oh, she I offers know. him and then he's like aunt lydia go and, she's like, and she hesitates for a sec she you can see it in her eyes that she was kind of like i don't think i should do this like i don't trust this man so from that i'm like she's gonna and if you know that if you've read the testaments mm. you know mm. what i'm talking about yeah that's right <laughs> um and the finger Oh, I know. I mean, come on. Like, she really didn't have to do that. She didn't. I mean, just move on with her. Like, kill him and move on. Yeah. You don't have to uh, show Serena and then... Because uh, it's, it's interesting because I don't like Serena. And I obviously think she's a very questionable human being. Mm. But in, in many ways, she is a woman in Gilead at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And Fred did control a lot of aspects of her life. She, well, yeah, she couldn't read. She got her own finger cut off, just for anyone listening. That's the context of Fred's finger being cut off. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm just intrigued to see how the season goes. And especially with her, especially with the shorts of the, like the trailer showing that, that Luke and June go back to Gilead. Mm. Oh, speaking of Luke, I also wrote a note saying Luke, number one, supportive husband. Oh, right. He is just sticking by oh, June every legends. single time. She does something very wow. questionable. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I just, yeah, we need a Luke. Yeah, we all need a Luke. We need a Luke lives. in our lives. <laughs> we'll move on to the first topic now. Which is a live, little live topic. This is so a little live. A Gen Z topic. Yeah, Gen Z topic of this week. Um, And the title of this is to Snapchat or not to Snapchat. Yes, now, please elaborate. I want to talk about the usage of Snapchat over the course of the past few years, especially yeah. amongst Gen Z, because I feel like it's very interesting what I'm going to bring up. I had a conversation with a friend from uni who's my age mm -hmm. and we were talking about Snapchat in general and like how we don't really use it as much as we did in high school. And do then you still have the app? I do, okay. but I only really use it when like someone sends me a Snapchat. Like I don't go actively on it. Okay. I don't post like Does stories. that happen often? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll go on it like at least once a day because I oh, do shit. have... That's regular. I, I actually do have like a streak streaks with like two people on it. So I do use it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about like the chokehold that it had on my generation, specifically in high school. Now I graduated okay. high school for people who don't know about four years ago. 
um, which is insane. Um, and you're still so young. <laughs> Four years. We're at ten now. I think that's amazing. It's like, oh, it's not that long. Is it? <laughs> um, and I just want to tell you what, how we used to use it because okay. I feel like you're going to be like, what the fuck? That's so okay, weird. Okay, hit me. So I'll, I had I'll, all my friends. We all had streaks. You know what streaks are? Yeah, I we, do. It's when you. So I'm going to explain it in what I think. It's when you go for it. Continually snap a person. Yeah. That's it? For consecutive... Like, all you do is just send snaps once a day to each other. That's and it. It, you keep a streak. Okay. Yeah. So, it's just like a social connection. Basically. It's okay. it's basically encouraging you to use the app in a way. So, you keep so the streak. Smart. Yeah. Um, it's, it, yeah, very, very smart way to um, kind of market the app. Yeah. Anyway, in high school, me, my friends, we all had streaks with so many different people. Mm-hmm. And I, at once, probably had like 15 different streaks. And... How exhausting. Dude, it, I'm going to get to that, that part of the exhaustion um, and how intense it got. So I, I, I had a streak with a person for over a thousand days. <laughs> I can't even do the same thing for a thousand days. Like- so consistently for a thousand days, sending the same person the same Snapchat. And um, I had a friend. Was it just to hit the streak though? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, you wouldn't have a conversation. Like, sometimes people would just send a photo of something and have the caption streaks. And that's... Yeah, it was fucked. Um, we're now thinking that back. That is so sad when you think about it. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so sad. Um, yeah, anyway. Keep and so, like, that would carry on. And mm. some people would have over, like, 50 streaks with 50 different people. And it became a way as well to kind of, like, flirt with people and, like, yeah. talk to people in a way. Um, and it got to the point where, say if I went overseas, right, or I went somewhere and I didn't have reception and internet to maintain those streaks, what we used to do, and this happened because I used to do it for people, they would send you their Snapchat login details, and while no. you're away, this person would maintain the streaks for you. Okay, so they would snap on their end, log out of their Snapchat, <laughs> log into yours. Yeah, and keep the streaks for them. So it's like... Inception, like they're snapping each other with the same live. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest here, and I've had to give my details <laughs> to a friend while I was away on something or didn't have reception um, to maintain my streaks for me. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I'm talking about. When I spoke to my friend from uni, she grew up in a different area to me. She's like yeah. from the other side of Melbourne. So we didn't go to high school together. Okay. But it was common too amongst her friends. Okay. Like it was, I think it's a gen, like Gen Z I don't thing. think I caught that. No. No. Of the Snapchat. Nah, you were not. Well, like we used it, but we definitely weren't obsessed with streaks. I know like some of the younger year levels were using it a lot more than we were. Mm. When did we even get Snapchat? I don't even remember, to be honest. Was I out of high school? Am I making this up? I mean, when I I remember being in year seven, which was twenty thirteen. Oh no, yeah, it was after high school then. Yeah, it would have been. I for don't you. recall really using it in high nah. school, but I th- nah. remember like you know, uni it was more of a thing for us. But even then, like I think we were just so far removed from you from know it. seeing our friends every day as yeah. well at school wasn't a thing. Mm. We're at uni or at work, or so it was definitely a different yeah um, experience for me and. I didn't have it for that long because I just felt like it wasn't serving me a purpose as an app. It really doesn't. And I remember though. the day I just deleted it. I was like, I don't like this app. It's not really like giving me anything. Like, you know, it was like Marie Kondo. I was like, it doesn't bring me joy. Yeah. So I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah. It's just like an, it's literally the same thing as like a, like a Instagram, but it's just not as like, not in the same idea as it, but it's just another way to communicate. Yeah. Do you remember though when Kylie Jenner, said that she stopped using Snapchat because she wasn't vibing it. And then the shares for Snapchat went down. <laughs> yeah, I do. And that's insane. Um, yeah. But like, I, I, like I, I don't think people use it, like people my age use it in that same way. I mean, some people do, but I definitely don't use it that intensely mm, anymore. Okay. I just don't, I'm not a massive fan. Well, I wonder what it's like for the younger Gen Z and the other generations coming. Like, surely that app is gone now. It, is it? I, I, um... I remember very like ages ago, watched a TikTok and this person probably my age was talking to like younger thirteen year olds mm. and saying, "Oh, do you have Snapchat?" And they were bagging it. <laughs> You're copying it now. 
this one uh generation alpha coming for us um yeah so i just thought that was like crazy and yeah it's so bizarre yeah i just can't believe i did that that's it is a weird concept isn't it i mean but then again be real is here to take over it is which is essentially the same thing but only once a day yeah so i guess it's less intense i don't none uh neither live or, or me have it so um, and it's I'm not refrain. for any reason. I think I'm going to refrain from getting it just because it's I don't need that extra app thing in my day. Yeah. I don't know. I've got nothing against it, honestly. Oh, I don't either. I think it's it's a very cool yeah, aspect. Yeah, a sick concept. Yeah. And, like, I love that <laughs> I'm just going to bag people out here. But, like, if you're accidentally caught doing something really cool, then you also post it to Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool coincidence. <laughs> yeah, what a coincidence. Oh, I'm just out at a festival. Oh, Mm-hmm. Um, I I have I did see a TikTok the other day, and it was this lady saying she was on the train. Yeah. It was in in Australia, like Brisbane or something, and Billie Eilish had just performed, and all these young people on the train going home. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, because everyone gets the be real notification at the same time. Did they all whip out their phones? Yeah, and they were all sad because like it didn't go off during the concert. <laughs> but it goes off on the train as they're going. Never. I just find that's that's hilarious. That's just the sad reality of our, you know, washing our social medias with the highlights reel. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I thought that yeah, that was a good little topic. No, I love it. Um. So yeah, maybe we should start a streak. Oh. <laughs> I don't think at Ma- this stage I would get it. Maintain it for like a thousand days. You're ready for it. Oh god. You know what? I want to put that energy into something else, like being able to meditate for a thousand days or read a book over a thousand days yeah. so lame I, I, and yeah. adult of me but <laughs> mic drop I love that <laughs> thousand days of meditation I'll yeah. try that yeah we should try that we should and I want to talk about a trend that I've seen on my TikTok feed that I'm currently <laughs> trying to target market myself um, but I've also heard about it um, on and off just with other people and it's a concept called the 5 to 9 before the 9 to 5 have you heard about this? I haven't yeah, okay. So maybe it's more directed towards me because I am a working nine to five type of person. I reckon. I look at content that's very like, I guess, business focused stuff, uh, routines I really like. I'm a very routine person. so You are. I can yeah, test to I that. Yeah, I like order um, in my life. It makes me feel calm. And this, this concept is basically a TikTok trend showing people's 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. before they go to their 9 to 5 job. And when I first started seeing it, I was quite inspired. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, this is great. You know, this person gets up, they make their bed, they have their oats, they drink their hot lemon water, they'll get exercise, do some reading, do the dishes. Um, they do so fucking much before 9 a.m. before they go to work. Um, but the thing is, like, I also do this, but this has been happening for me before I saw this trend and the way I do it is more of like a hustle. Like I don't, mm. I don't calmly make my bed. I don't calmly do. I'm like out of bed, active around to the gym. You are. Come you home, you and shower, James. Yeah. Ready to go to work. Like yeah. it's not. It's not calming. It's not a nice time. Five to nine before you nine to five. Like it's stressful and quick because you've also got to go to work. And I think there's a bit of a, I guess a toxic culture with this coming in, thinking that everyone has to do it. Um, and I just, oh, I'm exhausted by doing it. I am it, it over sounds it. exhausting. I like, I'm a morning person, yeah, but I'm struggling to do this so much. And I think too, like, I was reading about it, and you know, they're saying you should never sacrifice sleep for productivity ever because you'll eventually just mm. be deficient in sleep. Mm. You won't do things productively. Yeah. Your work-life balance won't be good. Um, and yeah, you'll be too focused on your routine. And if you don't do it, you feel shit, which is what, you know, starts to happen if you miss it. Um, so yeah, I wondered what, how you thought of what you thought of that as well. Like I, you don't currently have a job, so you don't have to get up. No, no. Like, yeah, I definitely think it's, it comes down to like to routine as well yeah. and what you're doing throughout the day. I mean, there was a period of time last year before we had that very harsh lockdown mm. where, um, I would have uni at like 11 and I tried to make an effort to go to the gym at like six and yeah. like do that. And it worked really well. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but I think my issue is like, I don't get enough sleep. 
Like oh, I go to yeah. bed quite late. This is the thing. Yeah. You go to bed late and you try to get up early. It's it just hard. kills your cycle. And I, f- I, I feel like for you as well, because you're, you're, you've got like a full, like a profit career, full-time job. Like, full-time job, yeah. I just find it crazy that you're able to do that. And But do, do, you, do you find yeah. it hard to maintain? Oh, absolutely. Like the thing is, we've got no other choice. So like James and I both get up mm. to go to the gym before work. If we don't get up in the morning we find it really hard to do in the afternoon. So we know we're going to miss a full day. Yeah. Like just being active or doing things that we love to do to yeah. make us feel healthy if we don't do it first thing. So you, you're naturally, you just get up because yeah. you know it's like part of your day. But I am getting to the point now where I'm doing it like a couple of days in a row and by Thursday, I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sick of this. Like, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm not motivated. It's fucking cold. Mm, it's still like, you it's know. It's hard during winter. It's, oh my God, it's so hard. And like, I see all these, you know, girls doing, doing it on TikTok. And I'm like, I always think it's more of like a privilege thing as well. Because some of these people, some people don't have nine to fives. They have shift work Yeah, well. shift, yeah. So they might have to do it before that. It's, I don't know. It's just a really weird culture that I'm seeing and. I don't think it's necessarily something that everyone should feel pressured mm. to do. No, definitely not. Um, Especially if it doesn't work for you. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. I was reading a New York Times article and I was saying, if you're a, a night person mm. and not a morning person, you shouldn't do this. You should be that's doing thing, everything yeah. after work. Yeah. So I think I'm going to sort of change my... I'm going to try and do maybe some mornings, but then mm. also change it up. I reckon. Um, just because I'm feeling burnt out. Like I, I could imagine can't do it anymore yeah. <laughs> tired. and then you go do that with the emotional drain and like stress yeah. of work itself like work is work like you're not sitting there all day or at least i'm not and twiddling mm. my thumbs like i'm making decisions i'm i'm designing i'm like i'm tired yeah and like sometimes i'll go to the gym in the morning and be like oh, i'm already like i feel like i'm tired yeah. why did i do that yeah but i'm like oh well it's part of my morning routine what's what's it like when you have your period you're going through that do you find it do you like sometimes don't go to the gym yeah yeah sometimes i just won't even attempt it because i know like i personally get severely severely tired Mm. like pms and on my period like it's just always been my case like i like i feel like i have chronic fatigue when i yeah um have it sometimes i'm okay and i won't know until the end like i'll give it the day Mm. and see how i feel at the end of the day yeah um and yeah, that's another thing. These girls that on TikTok, they don't talk about that. They just, no. they, they film these videos like they do it every day without, with ease. Yeah. And I'm like, it's such a lie. Is it the same content creators that you see? Um, no, they're quite different. Okay. I've actually seen a trend now of this one girl who gets, she does her five to nine after her nine to five. And it's just her like turning off her computer, turning on all her lamps, turning Netflix on. And just putting blanket on, lying on the couch. Oh my god! Just like, <laughs> well, that's that's what we should be doing. Yeah, like we shouldn't have to hustle all the time. No, like that culture is dead. It, it, and the it girl is boss culture is dead. Oh yeah, that's like a podcast within itself. Oh, I know. To be I'd honest. love to talk about that another time. We should, because um, I feel like you know a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I feel like I've been sucked into it. But yeah, one more thing I want to touch on with this is that I was saying to you, I was like looking through all these videos, and no matter how many videos I look at, I eventually get to the. Oh, well, the 5 to 9 a.m. is just like a cap- capitalist concept that's created for you to work more productively yeah. at your 9 to 5. And I'm like, well, fuck. Well, <laughs> wow. Shit. <laughs> Welcome to TikTok. This, this, yeah, this is this is what TikTok's all about. <laughs> capitalism. Um, but yeah, I'd love for you guys to let me know if you have any more thoughts on that as well. Yeah. And especially if like the 9 to 5, if you have done it, if it has worked or maybe if it hasn't. Um, yeah see i yeah like i'm at the point where it hasn't worked and i'm changing it and good. i don't think there's anything wrong with that and no as in there shouldn't we be. need to be softer on ourselves moving on to the next talking point and i'm really excited about this but yeah. have you seen this yes, yes. i binged it last <gasps> you, week oh great great yeah, so you've I, seen i've it. seen the whole thing i was in love with it okay 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 so i want to talk about um the accuracy and just basically an overall review of heartbreak high and uh Watching it from a point of view of a Gen Z, I think they've done an exceptional job yeah. at at crafting dialogue and Aussie slang yeah. as well and kind of showing a high school Australian experience. I, w- I was in love. I, I, yeah. 
I felt so seen, even though it's... Oh, that's great. Yeah, like... Oh, it, I love that. Even though it was kind of... It's filmed in New South Wales, so it kind of has a beachier feel to it. It has a... You know what? It has a beachy feel. But I but like it. I was it. also saying, like, it's very... Uh, they, they do well to make the environment feel inclusive in the sense that Definitely. they don't... The sport they focus on is basketball. It's mm. not AFL or Actually, rugby league. Sorry, not rugby league. Footy. Footy, footy or footy. footy. I don't footy. want to offend anyone. <laughs> footy or footy. No one take offence, please. Um, yeah, so they... I found that, like, great. So it's not going to exclude any codes or... No. Are, I mean, I know basketball is basketball, but yeah. it's quite a universal sport yeah. in the sense that it's Australia... Sorry? Basketball's pretty popular in Australia. It is. It is. Yeah. But it's popular everywhere. It's not mm. just popular in a particular state. No. Yeah. I want to talk... There's so much, so many things to talk about. Mm. First thing we'll start off with that pop like grabbed my attention was the fashion. Okay, I really want to talk about this. Yeah, you lead the way because I okay. feel like you, this is your expertise in terms. Did you like the fashion in it? Okay, so overall, I love the fashion. I think it's an interesting reflection of our Australia high school, like high school in Australia, mm. and school in Australia, especially for a public school. Mm. I think there were there were some things that I could nitpick. Yeah. And this is just me being a bitch. <laughs> Maybe you being a millennial, go for yeah, it. Yeah, like, okay, so I love the fashion. I also thought that the um, they had the Heartbreak High uniform shop in Sydney, which was really they, cool. Yeah, pop-up, yeah. Yeah, so it was just like a pop-up shop from all the clothes in the show. Yeah. However, I did think that some of the clothes were a little bit unrealistic in mm. terms of the price point. And oh, really? I only knew this because I'm looking at what they're wearing and I know the exact product they're wearing and how much it costs. Oh, wow. Because yeah. I know the brands they're yeah. wearing. So obviously, first of all, they're focusing on fantastic Aussie brands like Homie, Clothing the Gap, um, Jodie Just, who was New York-based, but I think she's now Australian, um, Holiday the Label. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all great brands. Some of them are a little bit more pricey than yeah. others, and I wouldn't expect a high schooler. Seventeen? How old are they? Supposed to be seventeen. Yeah, seventeen-year-olds yeah. to be like the main char- character. Amory wore multiple different types of these pants, yeah, and I think so did Harper. And these are great pants, and I love them. But mm. I would never have been able to afford like no. three or four pairs of them. Yeah. And it's so it's such a like weird design thing to pull out but i think the average person wouldn't notice that anyway no um yeah and like the um the essays oh how good it's <laughs> <laughs> like that is so that's you're in that's, love with the <laughs> we're watching oh my god i was like i wonder because it's a netflix show so it's all around the world they put they they screen it uh, what? this is going to be interesting. What are, what are Americans and like people what are they gonna in think general? Of How's the scene where like uh, they're breaking into the house when they open one of the episodes, the Eshes? And I was watching this and I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And the, the way they're talking, like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> it's like, this is so accurate though. <laughs> like there was this one scene and it's like the very first or second episode and Emery's talking to Malachi. And he tries to have a conversation with her or looks at her and she goes, I'm going to say the C word, by the way. And she goes, what cunt? <laughs> and like, that could have sounded so horrible, but it sounded so, I enjoyed it. I was no, like, I laughed. we would so say that. Yeah. Like someone would, de- I know a mate that would say something yeah. like that. No, it was good. Um, but I, also another talking point for the show, I think the representation in terms of diversity queer representation autism aboriginal representation it just has the lot and i don't know who the writers were i tried to research it but it was showing up i think the old heartbreak high oh i haven't even looked into i haven't watched it well it i haven't seen it either but it was big in the 90s yeah right so they've it's not a re i think someone was like it's not a reboot it's a remake or or other vice versa remake okay yeah yeah Yeah. so they've taken the concept of the of the of the kind i'm sure they've like made it better for the times oh, as well. Oh, yeah. That was a lot different. It's, it's, it's like mm. most characters are queer, which is really cool to see. They are, I know. Um, and I got a lot of videos. Quinny, who um, is a lesbian, and she's also on the spectrum. And the way that they showcase that character mm. and her story, um, getting into a relationship and just like the point of view of having autism and what that looks like, I think people who, who are on the spectrum will appreciate that so much. Yeah. And the way that they didn't necessarily, they were very subtle about it. Like they were, they were yeah. never, she never really, it was all just alluded to. Yeah. Which sort of made you as the viewer understand the journey. Yeah. Instead of being told straight away, she's got autism. You're like, why is she feeling overwhelmed in this yeah. situation? What's yeah. going on here? And then you understand yeah. what's going through their mind. I really like that. Yeah. And um, the actress who plays her, 
um she also is on the spectrum so oh, really yeah oh. so it's 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 great to see actual oh, representation yeah. because you know um it's coming from a place of understanding from her part um so yeah i really really enjoyed it and just again the aboriginal representation yeah and malachi oh, i'm in love with malachi yeah <laughs> he's so hot oh, the poor guy yeah he too hard too fast didn't oh. he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the soundtrack for the bloody show. Oh, how good is it? It's so yes. good. Yeah. Oh, Real good mix. In it's there. like whoever put it together definitely is queer and understands our, my generation 100%. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. No, I loved it. Loved the soundtrack. And it did give me like the same vibe as Euphoria when you listen to mm. Euphoria and you're like, oh, this song is sick. But yeah. like you know it, but you haven't heard it for a while. Yeah. But yeah, it's some really it, good. I, it's, it's, there's a good thing. It's... um. Habrakai is basically a combination of euphoria and sex education for me. Absolutely. But Australian. But Australian. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, recommend. Give it a watch. Oh, my God. Go give it a watch if you haven't already. Mm. Cool. All right. So, I have a fun little dissection for you. Have you heard of the emotional support water bottle? I have. Because I know people. Okay. So, had you heard of this with people or had you sort of seen it on TikTok? No. No, I, I've seen it with friends, like at footy. Yeah. yeah. So I first started seeing it on my Instagram stories and people posting their water bottle with them at Pilates or at the gym. And they were like, ha me and my my emotional support water bottle here for me at the gym. Haha. And I was like, oh, yeah, funny, cute, you know. Um, <laughs> but I actually have since started seeing this bloody water bottle, the Frank Green one for context. You can look it up. It's just this huge girthy thing (laughs) that's like it's very big and it's very bright and you can get in a lot of beautiful colors um a lot of people at my in my office have one and they'll also have like the frank green coffee cup to match at their desk and the coffee cup it's really wow there's a girl i work with and she's got purple purple frank green with a pink lid and then a pink frank green coffee mug with a purple lid and they just sit on her desk like little sculptures (laughs) and they look so cute oh my god and, and they've got our initials on them too. I'm just like obsessed. Um, anyway, I walked around the office the other day and was like taking note, notice of... Were you? Like, you know when you focus, like I was saying before, yeah. focusing on the necklaces. Yeah. I did the same thing with the water bottle. And like, oh my God, they are everywhere. And they're so bright. They're like the color of that like limey, like little lime. That, yeah. 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 Some yeah. of them have neon ones. Um, now, I don't have one, but I'm very fascinated um, with the whole... I guess the mental complex behind it, Mm. I think it's quite interesting to dive into why this has become such a thing. Yeah, I would love to know. Yeah, so I actually looked this up a little bit because it's more like when it comes down to it, it's like an emotional attachment that you have to something that makes you feel comfortable in the environment. Um, It's, yeah, it's an object attachment. And it says here that... This is an experience a person has when they feel an emotional attachment to an inanimate object. It may even feel a sense of loss. Feel as it may even feel a sense of loss if they were to part with the object. So hmm. it's like having a blankie when you're a kid, yeah. or um, having your favorite T-shirt that you don't want to take off, and it adds a sense of comfort. And a lot of articles I've been reading are saying that people are sort of using this as a way to integrate back into the office. Wow, that's an interesting connection. Yeah, because it's taking like something that they're so comfortable with and familiar with when they're at home and they're bringing it into the office, they take it to meetings. It's like their little pet. Um, And I was like, wow, this is like, I take in my water bottle. It's Mm. not pretty, but I do take it everywhere with me. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I actually do the same thing. Um, And I actually struggle with anxiety. So Mm. I can understand that sort of complex in taking something with me to make myself feel a bit safe. Definitely. It does. It makes you feel a bit more familiar. And some people are saying that they even, you know, are decorating it with stickers like you do with your laptop. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you know what? Yours could be your laptop. Maybe. Because it's covered with things that you are familiar with, that you love. Like there's Handmaid's Tale stickers. Yes. There's um, Killing Eve stickers. There's... um, (laughs) Sound like a child. (laughs) Um, What's the other one? (laughs) I'm just... Um, We've got it's some Harry bus. Styles. That's from got, yeah, Jodie so, Comer. You know, it's just things that you love and always was, always will be. And I think it's a representation of who you are and oh, who, 100%. You know, what you want to surround yourself with. Um, 
But yeah, I just, how have you seen these bottles around? I have. Okay, so it's not just like a millennial corporate. No, 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 no. Um, at footy, like footy training and stuff, there would be, so everyone would bring back their drink bottles or like their bags and there would be like a seat covered in Frank Green. <laughs> um, it's like that specific brand though. Oh, and you know they're what's, doing so, they're killing it. You know what's crazy though? That they're not cheap. No, they're like 70 bucks. Yeah. And I remember, sorry to cut in. That's okay. The first time I saw this bottle, I was at my other job and it was last December, right? Yeah. A girl had it and she had this bright orange one. And I was like, that is such a cool bottle. Where can I get it? Like, and she was like, yeah, it's Frank Green. She's like, it's a bit pricey though. And I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, 30 bucks. She's like, oh no, it's like 70, 70 bucks. I'm going to look it up. But I was like, yeah, oh, it's, no. it's up to that. I reckon that's crazy. And now they have a bigger one. What? Yeah, they could. They that's also also a, a great weapon. What to swing it? Well, if you're walking at well, if you're walking late at night and you're you you know you're you're scared and yeah. you want something there instead well, of using it's your got keys, that little rubber like thing you could like swing it around. I'm like telling you, you could knock somebody yeah. out with that. Yeah. I'm not even. Whoa. Imagine if it's like full of water too. That's like I know. So now they've got. <laughs> I'm just looking at them. They've got ones now that I think are lead, uh two liters. Wow. Imagine drinking that all in one day. It would make me drink more water. It, and that, that's what I like about bringing a water bottle with me everywhere. It's yeah, like, I'm exactly. going to drink water now. Exactly. Um, but I think it's a really interesting multi-generational thing that we've seen because it's not like we haven't adopted. I haven't, my generation haven't adopted this from anyone else other than it just being an accessory trend. Yeah. And I think you're probably the same. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what colour would you get? Oh, I'm looking at them now. I would either get... Do you want one? Nah. Yeah, I think I'm... Nah. Yeah. I'm going to be like an anti, anti-trender anti on this. Yeah. Just... I mean, I just... <laughs> I can't see myself spending that much money on a drink bottle. Oh, so this one is $90, the new one. Oh. 90 Australian dollars. I'm sorry, but that's like... Plus shipping, probably. New shoes for me, or... I would rather pay um, the electricity bill. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, wait, like... Yeah, that's that's colors. to me oh. to me like if you buy that you spend ninety dollars. I'm glad you get you you're happy with that purchase. Like oh, seriously, no, yeah, I've got nothing against. No, but I just like, personally, I want one, but yeah, I, can't. I personally yeah. just I couldn't because like, I, what happens if I like forget it or or, or like lose oh it? Oh my god, I would do like, that. What's the point? I would do that. It's mm. Also, another really annoying thing: they're too big to fit in like your car. Wait, I oh, I carry can't it, fit it no. in any compartment. Even like a tote bag. It, no, they're I, very no. awkward size. Um, yeah, I I don't think I would. I've de- I've got the Frank Green coffee cups. I love those. The, oh, the I, I, the coffee, I love coffee cups. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I've got one ones. at work and one at home. Yeah, and I love them. Um, but yeah, the water bottle. That's crazy to me. And you said that people are using it in a way to get back into the office as well. Yeah, and it you know brings them makes them feel at ease mm. with having something familiar. That's even the colours are specific to a particular person because yeah. you're attracted to, you know, particular colours. Um, I was also reading on the Refinery29, um, a girl that wrote an article, her name's Emma Tur- Tursky. She said, nothing relieves my anxiety quite like knowing that wherever I am, I have the ability to pause, take a sip of water and continue onwards. <laughs> so profound. <laughs> that is, wow. Yeah. That's life-changing stuff. Yeah, I think we should finish on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that's the Frank, the, the emotional support Frank Green water bottle yes. chat. That's, that's the channel. Let us know if you have one. Yeah, what co- what colour? What colour you have, as, maybe? I'm much of a collage at work. I see how many people have them. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what you what you like most about your Frank Green water yeah. bottle, if you've got one? Yeah. What, does it have a name? It, yeah. yeah. I don't name my bottles, but... I don't either. Quite, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we've got, Tool, we've got Tula. We've got Tula. Tool is my favorite. Tool Tool is good. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, I just want to ask you in terms. You know how we spoke about Aussie TV shows. Oh, uh, in terms of Heartbreak High, what's one that you watched as like a teenager that you really liked? Yeah, an Aussie one. Oh my god, Lucky Leonard. Yeah, (laughs) loved Lucky Leonard. That guy was on Puberty Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I loved him. He's hot. I love that TV show. It was very um, uh, not rebellious but it was very it wasn't pg yeah no it was an after school show and i just found that really i was like oh this is cool it's Mm. a bit more um 
Oh my god, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, like I was a very responsible child and always yeah. into like breaking rules and doing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I'd come home from school, chuck this off. Risque, would you say? Yeah, it was a bit risque. And I remember <laughs> I was probably in like year eight or something. We all used to love it. Yeah. We'd like watch chat it, about it. Watch, watch, watch Lockie Leonard. Oh my god. See, so you couldn't do that on like social media. You have to actually do it in person yeah. too. Yeah, Lockie Leonard was good. Was there anything else? I used to watch, I don't know if you watched this. It'd be interesting if you'd seen this. I'm mm. sure you have. Blue Water High. Oh, yes. How good was Blue Water High? Yeah. I would come home from school every day looking forward to see that. That's a great show. I can play the sound. I've got the um. Do you? The soundtrack in my Oh, head. I better listen to that. Yeah, they had some good music. Were you around the twist, gal? Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, around the twist. Yeah. I As- wasn't like really into it, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. Good yeah. Aussie TV show. Good TV show. Blue Water um, High, definitely. Silver Sun? No. Oh, Silver god. Sun. Oh, my God. Silver Sun was this TV show based um, on this starship, this um, spaceship. Wait, I think I... Ha- and they were tr- trying to find another planet to home. I do you think, remember that? I think I do. Silver Sun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they I, wore these like weird outfits and... Yeah. They're all teenagers. In, they're all kids. In space though. Yeah, they're in space. Silver, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, I do know that one. And there's like, I know some of the cast of that have since gone on to do other things. Oh wow! Oh yeah, um, Ryan Core. Yeah, Ryan Core. Yeah, yeah, he was in like Pack to the Rafters. And Angus McLean and, yeah. as well from um, Pack to the Rafters as yeah. well. Um, yeah, it's a good show. What's another one? Mort- Did you ever watch Mortified? Oh yes, Marty Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, um, yeah, she was great. Oh my god! What? Oh, uh, did you ever watch? What was that one? Oh, fuck, I don't know the name of it, but like they would teleport um, between worlds. Oh, paradoxical. Yes. I think James loves that show. That was, that was, that was too much for me. I think fair I just enough. Couldn't, I was watching this. And I was like, oh, I'm not really a sci-fi but girl. It was so good. But I can understand the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. I did. That's like a core memory from like core memory unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Jeopardy? Were that's those... a core memory unlocked for me. That's it's a. Was that when they were stranded? On yeah, the... and it was like oh. these young teenagers, and they yeah. had video cameras too. Yeah, I think they. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> chills, full body chills. <laughs> and there was like UFOs and aliens, and oh. someone was like following them, and they See, got lost. I didn't, I didn't like this because it was too real for me. I think anything it's... that's remotely realistic to something that could happen, mm. I just can't deal. Uh, my brain just like shuts off and pretends to that's think fair though it was quite things. an intense show it was an intense um, show i used to watch it on saturdays yeah it would like play like they'd have like a marathon on a saturday oh, of like okay. newest episodes oh, and yeah. i'd watch it with my dad like my dad was invested in it too <laughs> i was like this is bloody grouse television really? yeah shit that's great so i hope we've unlocked some core memories yeah. for you guys yeah. go, go on google <laughs> go. um Photos oh yes everyone podcast, like get excited art, and um we had art director james out there yeah with the, the fisheye lens yeah also we are going to create a tiktok oh yeah well. yeah so make sure you give us a follow there we'll um share it when we're yes yeah i think that's good yeah i reckon we've got some good content yeah this there. is good this is we're, get, we're getting out. better at this yeah <laughs> already <laughs> it's also a bloody incredible Ripper day here day. in melbourne in um, Melbourne, so uh, yeah, we're gonna. What are you doing later today? Um, I actually got a presentation tonight, so I have a bit oh. of an event. So I'm gonna go home later. Yeah, and um, put on my cute little fit from Uniqlo. Oh yeah, the pants, nice. pleated pants. Yeah, so keen. Beautiful. Um, how about you? I am going. We're going to like this mini food festival in Footscray. Oh yes. Um, the US Street Market. Shout out. So if you see live there. Big live, say hi. Come say hello. You probably have no idea what I look like. Anymore. Nobody. Oh, no. Yes, you would. I'm sure that the only people listening to this would be people who are know. <laughs> My head is already too big. So, yeah. Um, that was nice. Yeah. Are you going with a group of people? Um, I think I'm going to meet some friends there. Cute. Yeah, might see Steph and Jazz and um, Steph and Jazz. Oh, yeah. yes, Lincoln. Yeah, little Lincoln. Do you know, Steph and Jazz and I, we're going to Liam Bridges this weekend. Oh, uh, not this weekend, like during the week. Oh, Shit. Yeah. There's so many things happening. I'm going to Billy Eilish tomorrow. Oh my god, yeah, have fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Just... Um, I feel like you're gonna st- you're gonna be in peak Gen Z like atmosphere. Oh, will I? Shit. <laughs> sick. sick. No. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, watch. Okay, what should I wear? I haven't been to a concert in so long. 
that I'm going to rock up and I'm going to feel, no. this is, this is going to make me feel old because I'm going to get there and I'm going to look around and there's Gen Z. This is like James going to Tyler. Oh yeah. He was like, where you am said I? That. Yeah. Like who are these people? Yeah. I've never Little kids everywhere. There's children running to him. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear everything. Yeah, so we'll debrief about that next week. Yes, please. I, I think I'm a bit, I mean like I, I really appreciate Billie Eilish. Yeah. I, I don't listen to her music all the time, but I do think she's fantastic. I love, like, I loved her really early stuff. That's when I really got on board. You know, this is crazy. You yeah. were the first person that introduced her to me. I am, can I just Before say, she got massive. I'm just, oh, I'm so proud when I recommend something to you, you do. and you really get on board. Because, um, did also, you? Also, wait, we didn't say this. No, we didn't talk about it. Okay, no. So, yesterday, we had some really cool news mm. that um Haim are coming to Australia and they're yes. playing laneway yeah and i broke the news she to you and it was i'm so proud <laughs> um big live sent me a voice memo um i had like woken up like a few minutes prior and i was like oh live sent me a voice memo keen i open it and you're like live like 4 seconds long yeah it's like live Haim are coming to australia and i was like <laughs> oh my goodness cuz fun fact i um saw Haim in london uh, two months ago or a month and a half ago um, and I was at I was at the concert where uh, Taylor Swift came out and sang yes. Gasoline and Love Story with Haim mm. um, so that's like a core cool memory and it was amazing and they're coming to Australia yes it's been oh. a while since they've been here yeah well I've never seen them live so I'm very keen what? No, I've never seen them live. I've only seen their YouTube set on... Oh, dude, like, you're going to... You know, I watch them on Coachella. You're literally going to melt because they're amazing. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and this is the thing. Liv, Big Liv, told me about them for the first time. I introduced you that. You did. Because Liv, like... Because I love wearing, like, my fashion when I go out or to, to things is, like, a pantsuit or, like, a vest. Yeah. And you sent me a... Um, red a photo of them wearing, yeah. On a red cup. Oh, the Gucci, the yes. suits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like oh my god they're so hot and they <laughs> look so cool um and then i listen to their music and yeah it's so sick so yeah. thanks Liv. no worries anytime um oh and also phoebe bridges is coming too yeah that'll be good so keen and yeah i haven't seen more rat i'd love to see her there's yeah the, the lineup's great yeah for laneway by the for way for laneway yeah. yeah so well, yeah thanks for listening everyone and um have a lovely lovely day yeah enjoy what, what, whatever you're doing yeah whatever you're doing um and yeah, keep an eye out on the socials because content is coming out. Yes, it is. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see you Bye. next week. Toodles.